0: Welcome to Keep Going, a new podcast brought to you by the TMP Life. I am your host, Eric. Why don't you walk with me as I try my best to help you get to the next level in your life? So without further ado, here is Keep Going. Let's start the show. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for listening in to another episode of Keep Going, the final episode of the year of Keep Going. This is Eric, of course, of The Mystery Project, and thank you so much for listening in. As always, you could have been anywhere else in the world, but you chose to be here with me, and I appreciate it. I really do. (laughs) Uh, As always, you can follow me on um, Instagram uh, at the TMP Life. That is T H E T M P L I F E. And also, you can go to my website, tmplife.com, where you can go in and take a look at some of the cool videos that we had. I just finished posting the videos that I've done, the short films as well as some of the previous podcasts and um, some work and, yeah, some books that I have. And, yeah, just pretty much all over the place. And I really, really would appreciate if you go to TMPLife.com and check it out. But this is 2019, and I, of course, will have to do a recap. I got to do a recap. I mean, why not? But what I will say is this year has been um, one for the books, (laughs) but in a balanced way, so to speak. Nothing too bad, nothing too good. It's kind of like a, a balancing beam where when something bad happens, then something good will end up happening to balance it out. So in other words, yeah, it's it's been kind of even. I'm saying it's for the books, but it's been kind of even so far, or for the for the entire year, I should say. Uh, and I'll go through some of them. Some of them are personal. Um, some of them are pretty general. Well, scratch that. All of them is personal to me, all of the, the different um things that impacted me Uh, they're all personal so hopefully my list of things will help you determine your list of things and allow you to go through your memory banks and recall some of the best and worst times of your past year Uh, because in order for us to look back or in order for us to look ahead we got to embrace today right remember what i said before we have to embrace today and deal with it but we also have to look at the past and embrace the past as well because some of those past transactions you know we wish we could void, of course but we can't so we have to learn from them and and get gain experience and knowledge from them so without further ado here are my top four things that impacted me this year but in no particular order one i wrote a book y'all well i wrote a series of books uh called the voice series it's three journals Uh, One is called The Awful Ass Journal. The other one is called The Real Amazing Journal. And the third one is called Live Lessons. And that one is more of a journal with motivational quotes. And I wrote my novel because I wrote my feelings. Everywhere I go, I talk about it. I talk about all of them, especially the novel, because it came out of a feeling like I needed to do something else in my life. You know, you, you ever get to a point where you feel like nothing is happening the way you want it to, but... You feel you need to do something about it, and that's what happ- That's pretty much what happened to me when it came down to writing of these books um, that I that I just the voice series. I was talking to a good friend of mine. Her name is Brittany, and she suggested that I try something new because the previous venture it was no more, and I, I kind of felt like a failure with it. You know, it didn't really materialize like I wanted to. There were some some differences, you know, between um, the parties, and it was just. I don't know. It just didn't really feel like initially it didn't feel like it did initially. And it began to kind of wean off and, you know, come to realize people um, begin to feel uh, their life was going in a different direction, which is fine, because I I kind of felt like that, too. But at the end of the day, I was still willing to take it for the team and to still work on being able to try to make something grow from this. But as with anything I realized that nothing is a failure and there is a reason for everything that we do. So in talking to her, my friend, Brittany, she said, you know, you should try to do something that you've always wanted to do. And I was like, well, I've already accomplished all the things that I wanted to do. I mean, I got I can do a podcast. I can create short films. I do photography. I even dabbled with music with my uh, little brother. And yeah, I mean, I've done pretty much everything that I wanted that I wanted to do. And she was like well, didn't you want to write a book before? And I was like, well, yeah, I did, but I don't really have time for it, for writing a book, like for sitting down, coming up with an idea to write a book. And I don't even know what to write about. You know, it would just be me. I normally just write my feelings down, you know, and as soon as I said that, (laughs) y'all, the idea came to me. It like literally like a light bulb. As soon as I said, you know, I just write my feelings down, boom, that's when it came to me. And I was, I said to myself, I'll just use the writings that I have in my folder because, you know, some of them are kind of old, but I have almost like 60 short poem, short um, short stories, poems. And and, you know, I already have these things so I could just bring those out, create like a compilation, um like a diary of sorts. And the rest is history. But I will say this, though, it was somewhat challenging to write the books because. Not only just from a formatting standpoint, because I was literally doing everything from scratch. I knew nothing about it. Uh, I had no experience in it or or with with writing it, with creating it and with um promoting it or anything like that. But I had the will to want to do it. Once the idea was stuck in my head, I had to do it. I felt like I had to do it. So it was kind of rough. Now, these are my first series of books, I will say. And by no means are they perfect at all. My intention wasn't to make it perfect. My intention was just to put it out, to learn how to do it, put it out. And then when the next one, when the next wave rolls around, then I'll know exactly what needs to be done. I'll know exactly how to format it. I'll know exactly how to promote it and everything. So the first series was kind of like a tester series. I mean, I still put my heart and soul into the course, but it was kind of a tester series just to kind of see how I can do it. But the next ones, whenever I come out with the next ones, yeah, it's going to be a lot more. A lot easier. It's going to be a lot more um, fun and it will definitely be a lot more um, and I'll be a lot more involved in it. I mean, I'm involved in these now, but I'll be a lot more involved in it because I know exactly what, to, what needs to be done. So, yeah, my books are available now, as um, as you know, on Amazon, you can go to Amazon dot com or you can actually go to my website tmplife.com, dot com. Um, and you can go directly to it and you can take a look at all of them and they're available now. So I do want to say this, though. We ultimately have to embrace the fact that things may not work out the first time, but the next time you get better, you get experience and it will get better. I promise you. So, yeah, take a look at that. Um, so the second thing um, that impacted me was my big cousin, my big cousin, Kevin, passed away. He passed away at the beginning of the year and ended up having a pretty big effect on me mentally. Um, this was somebody that I actually looked up to for a long time and I loved him dearly. Of course I did. Although he would torment me when I was a younger child. Um, you know, he, I mean, you know, this, that's what big cousins do. They, they, they pick or pick with you. They mess around with you or whatever, you know, um, he helped me a lot by growing me up and telling me what not to do out here in the streets. You know, what a lot of people don't know is that I once tried to dabble in selling drugs, Uh, I believe, and this is only my belief, that a lot of people have tried it before, because let's face it, back in the 90s, early 2000s, it was actually kind of cool, the cool thing to do, you know, um, because you would hear it in the music, you would see it on the TV and you would, you know, you thought it was kind of cool, like I could do that, you know, I actually talk about it in my book um, because I wrote my feelings, but my cousin would tell me, nah, nah, because this ain't for you, this ain't for you at all. And we were going rides together and, he, you know, he was well, well respected in the city and well respected in my in my town and in the streets coming up in my younger years. And I also saw firsthand what drugs can do to you and how it can take a toll on you without going too much into detail. Um, again, he was well respected in in the in the town that we were from, but he was paranoid a lot, which is understandable. I mean, when you're good at something that you do. A lot of people are going to try to take your spot and not, you know, in an easy way. They're going to try to do it the hard way, you know, and that's the natural order of things. But there was one time in particular when I told him I was like, I want to be like you because like I want to be like you. like I want to have everything that you have. And he was like, no, nah, don't. Be better than me. Do better than me. And those two lines stuck out with me all the way up until now. And although we really didn't communicate as much in the latter part of his years, a lot of people did like, you know, a lot of my family members, my cousins, um, my sisters, they did. I mean, he was a life of the party. You know, people gravitated towards him because he was just that magnetic of a person. You know, he just had that much charisma about him and he was, he was well loved and I love him dearly. And he'll be missed by me and by my family, of course. And, like I say, it took a toll on me because you don't understand how much death can humble you. And not to say that I needed to be humbled or anything like that, but it was just something where I felt in order for me to, I needed to see that in order to embrace the, the true reality of what life is. And again, it can be taken away from you. Like everybody has an expiration date. So definitely do the things that you need to do to make sure you will be missed by family and friends. Create something, become something, do something with your life to make sure that you're going to be remembered, because ultimately that's what it's about. And like I said before, he'll be missed I mean, by me and my family. And I love you, Kevin. I do. OK, so on to happier time now. <laughs> my my overall health has improved. Last year in December, I went to the doctor and um, she ran some blood work on me. And overall, my cholesterol had increased since 2017. Now, granted, in 2017, it was high, too. When I went to the doctor, it was pretty high. And it was high, it was elevated, higher than what it needed to be um, to to be considered healthy. And the doctor knew this. And back in 2017, she read the paperwork, the charts, and, and she saw that it was elevated from then. And she decided to put me on medication to help lower my cholesterol. Well, I got the prescription for it, and right when I was going to take it, something told me, nah, don't do it. Because if you don't recall, uh, back in 2017, I had a really bad experience with taking medicine or taking medication to to help alleviate something. And um, it was with, um, Zol- I think it was Zoloft that I had to take or whatever. And it, it it I didn't feel right. My body didn't feel right. And I just felt that if I take this particular prescription, which I think it was Lipitor, Um, then it wouldn't. I would. My body wouldn't react the way that it needed to. And again, um, for people who need, who definitely need it, um, because their their cholesterol is super elevated and you know borderline like diabetic or whatever, um, yeah, definitely take it. Definitely do what you need to do to lower your medication or whatever. Mine was elevated enough to where it warranted me to have to take medication, but I just didn't want to do it because I knew that if I can if I can help my body become its optimal self then I will be fine and I did that so I decided not to take it and try to lower my cholesterol the natural way by eating less fried food and less junk food like cake and donuts and things like that and focus more on exercising and meditating so I I did that the first couple of months was a struggle I'll be honest with you it was a severe struggle because you know your body is so accustomed to having something and then for you to, to be taking it away it's it, it can take a toll on your body a little bit. And I exercised too, but it wasn't really as consistent as I needed it to be, as I needed it to be. And one day I was just looking at myself in the mirror and I'm like, you know what, man, fuck this. You gotta do better. <laughs> you gotta do better with yourself. And I started focusing on exercising a lot more and monitoring what I ate. Like I used the My Fitness pal app, and I count the count my carbs or uh, count my uh, my macronutrients, my proteins, my um, my fat and my carbs. And yeah, I started doing that and I started also taking Irish moss pills. Um, and for those who don't know, Irish moss is, is a seaweed. So you can actually take it. Um, and, and it's been said to help lower your cholesterol and also help fight different type of um, Issues or infections or um, things that's in your body or whatever that may be considered harmful to your body because it has all the nutrients that you need or whatever to have to have your body in in tip top shape. So I started taking Irish Moss um, and I started exercising, started focusing more on exercising, like doing specific tasks, specific workouts, writing down exactly what it is that I do. And uh, just keeping a document of it and keeping a journal of of all of the different exercises and, you know, just trying to lift and, you know, just take better care of my body. And what I will say is um, that stuff, the Irish moths will keep you super, super regular. And I mean, once, sometimes twice a day, you'll be taking a shit. That's putting it bluntly. But it did work. So I began writing down my workout plan a lot more, again, focusing on my health and and not really my size but just focusing more on my peak health and I am much stronger than I was before. I mean, I was lifting when I first started, I was doing like maybe 20 pound weights or whatever. Now I'm up to 45 pound weights with ease, like not with ease, but like, you know, I'm I'm getting stronger and, um, I hit it harder. I just, you know, I did everything before. I still look the same, but I'll still, I can knock your ass out now. (laughs) I will say that. But um, anyway, I went back to the doctor and I got my blood work done again um, a couple of weeks ago. And I am my cholesterol has went down by 15 points, which made it lower than uh, which made it back to normal levels, cholesterol levels. So what I'm saying is exercise helps, you all like eating all of that crap isn't good for you. It's not at all. Make it a priority to for the new year to take care of yourself self-care is very very vital in order for you to be able to become the absolute best in terms of focusing mentally physically spiritually everything you (laughs) i I can't help but say you like you can't be better if you don't do better you know what i mean you cannot be your best self if you're eating junk food and if you're not taking care of your body because your body is the most important tool the most important most important machine that you have so why not take care of it focus on your health this year for the 2020 year and you will feel much better so last but not least um i am a mentor to people (laughs) i can't believe i'm saying it because i never really i would hear it over the years right but people calling me a mentor and i would just kind of brush it off because it would be i'll be more like no I'm, i'm just trying to help i'm not trying to be nobody's mentor i'm just trying to help but as I am I was sitting back meditating one time, right before I came up with the idea of the books, I felt a sense of calmness when I thought of the idea of being a service when it came to mind. And remember what I said before, embrace today and deal with it. So, yep, I had to come to terms with the idea of that is who I am. I am here to help others and help them achieve their goals. And I tend to see the potential in people, even if they don't. Well, well, let me say this not everyone I can see their potential. Only the people who I feel is on a real path to greatness, but who needs just a little bit of a nudge from me just to get them to see the better part of themselves. And a lot of times I'll actually say nothing to people when it comes to wasted potential. Well, let me not say wasted potential because I believe everyone has a talent, but there is nothing that I can say or do sometimes to make people change their minds. In fact, I can name a couple of people in particular who have so much talent, but I realized it is not up to me to help them to see it at all. They have to see it for themselves. So I don't try anymore. I don't, I don't try to help those who don't really want help or those who really don't feel they need help from me, which is fine. Again, I may not be the one to help you reach the potential, but someone else is someone else may be a willing to help you reach that potential. It's all good. But the ones who feel in their heart, they need something to help them or there is something better and they're supposed to do better. Then I can do what I can to help you achieve what it is that you said that you set to do. I was I remember being on an episode with my good friend Angie from the Sincerely Angie podcast. And if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. Yo. It's, it's good stuff. She's really, really good. And we talked about being a service to people because ultimately that's what life is about. It's about helping others. And once you learn that, it is by far the greatest achievement that you can ever accomplish. And I don't I don't really help people for the name recognition or for anything like that. I like I told you before, I help people because they ask me for it. I have a wealth of knowledge to share because, you know, trial and error of of the things that I've done in the past or, or the past, you know, six or seven years. I'm going to expand more on that, helping others this year, too, for 2020, because I like to motivate people. And to me, that's what 2020 will be all about. Motivating others to do amazing things in their life. And I mean, you know, why not? Because what's what good is all that knowledge if you don't share it with people, you know, so. That is my goal for 2020 is to help motivate people. And if people consider me a mentor, if they continue to consider me a mentor, then I will wear that badge with honor because I ultimately want to help you become the best version of yourself. And yeah, that's, that's what it is. So yeah, those are the top four things that made my year memorable. Um, 2019 had a lot of bumps and bruises. Um, A lot of the things I didn't go over with you. I didn't cover because I mean, you know, some of the things I need to keep to myself. But I ultimately believe it was a preparation for some crazy amazing things that's going to happen in 2020. So I wish so I wish you all the absolute best with life, prosperity for 2020. Um, remember, you gotta believe that it's going to be a great year in order for you to in order for it to be a great year. How you start it is how you end it. So Wish it into existence that this year is going to be your year, your year of growth, your year of success, your year of happiness, your year of humility and your year of humbleness. So, yes, this year is going to be your year. Go back and listen to my keep going episodes of Thinking Grow Rich, y'all. When I talk about all these different principles that you can utilize and you can have, you know, that can help you have an amazing year because it works. So. Until the next time, I am Eric with the Mystery Project. I thank you so very much, so very much for listening in for each episode of Keep Going that I have and just continuing to rock with me throughout all of the TMP Life Podcasts, whether it be Living Unmastered, whether it be um, Keep Going, whether it be uh, the TMP Times whether it be the mystery sessions, whether it be uh, Creepsville, anything that you do. Thank you so very much for continuing to listen into it, because ultimately I am nothing without you guys. And I really appreciate y'all. So until the next time, I am Eric with the TMP Life and the Mystery Project. Y'all have an amazing new year and I'll see you guys soon.